You're listening to a Stranger podcast. www.thestranger.com. Hey, this is Dan Savage, and you've managed to successfully download the Savage Love podcast, uh, brought to you every week by the Stranger and the tech-savvy at-risk youth who talked me into this foolish, uh, foolish thing that I'm doing, which is a live version of my syndicated sex advice column, Savage Love. 206-201-2720 is the phone number if you want to call and record a question for a future podcast. But right now, we're going to get to the questions that have already been recorded. Hey, Dan. My name is Mark. I'm a 33-year-old gay man um, and long-time masturbator. And uh, ever since I was about 18 or 19, I started using cock rings and have never stopped. I enjoy it immensely um, and have always wondered, is there any lasting damaging effects that can come from I know that tightness is a factor, um, as well as you know, prolonged use uh, for you know hours on end is also a factor. But I was wondering if there's maybe uh, anything else. There's only one really uh, lasting damaging effect you have to worry about when it comes to cock rings. It's your cock falling the fuck off, which is only going to happen if you use a cock ring that's too tight or too small. Uh, the, the point is you want to restrict the blood flow. You don't want to cut it off. The the veins, you know, the Internet tubes that carry blood into your dick are deep inside your dick, and the veins that carry it away, arteries, veins, I can never remember which are which, uh, are uh, closer to the surface on the outside of your dick. Um, so if you just pinch those a little bit, blood comes into your dick, and it doesn't come out. It's like a roach motel, but for blood. And so you want a cock ring that just sort of... Uh, impedes the flow but doesn't doesn't cut it off because then your dick is going to turn bright purple uh become gangrenous and drop off and you don't want that either um even if you're a tranny you don't want that because uh, if you're a tranny they're going to save your dick to turn it inside out and make a vagina out of it so uh just don't uh, wear really tight cock rings and you'll be fine the one mistake people sometimes make with cock rings is uh Using steel ones, you can get metal ones, uh, and if you put a metal one on that's too small and you become erect and then your penis doesn't go down, you won't be able to get it off without a trip to the arc welder, and that's not going to be any fun because it's going to burn your dick off. So you want to use a rubber one that stretches. You want to use a leather one that's adjustable. You want to use one that uh, they make really great Velcro ones now, so you can, like, it's any size cock ring you want it to be at any given time. Uh, but you're not going to hurt yourself. Uh, you've been masturbating um, for more than a decade now with cock rings, and your dick hasn't fallen off. Yeah, which means you're doing everything right, and you don't need my help, so I'll shut up. Hi, Dan. This is Corey from Alaska. I have a question for you. I'm a straight female, and I've been in a relationship for a long time with the same guy. And um, as most males, he does love the blowjobs, and, you know, I can't complain about the oral sex either. But the thing is, I, I like doing it. I just hate the the final product. I hate getting cum in my mouth. I hate the taste of it. I think it's gross. Um, it makes me gag. I'm afraid if it happened, I might gag or have an embarrassing situation where it just, you know, kind of, uh, yeah, made a big mess there. But anyway, I, I just wanted to ask you um, what your thoughts are on that, if it's okay to do it just for a little while because I know he enjoys it and I don't I, I like doing it I just don't like the final result and so um I was wondering what your thoughts on that were if you thought it was 
still okay for me to do it, but just uh, maybe finish with a hand job or regular sex. I don't know. Um, I know that you are very adamant about people in relationships giving blowjobs, and that's true. I don't think if you, I think if you want to receive oral sex, you should have to give oral sex, and that's only fair. And I, I like doing it. I just. As I said before, don't like the end result. And um, so I just wanted to see what your thoughts were on that. Thank you very much. Two things I'm curious about here, uh, about your question. You keep saying, I'm afraid if it happened, which leads me to believe that maybe it hasn't happened or hasn't happened more than maybe once or twice that someone came in your mouth. And it also sounds like it's just one guy you're talking about. Uh, so I, I'm worry, I'm wondering if you've only ever given blowjobs to this one guy and if you've only ever let him come in your mouth once or twice. Because, uh, you know, the taste of uh, any person's semen uh, is going to vary. You know, the taste of a guy's semen is going to be different from the taste of another guy's semen. Uh, you know, people's bodily secretions vary, uh, often depending on what they ingest. There's no magic pill a guy can take to make his spunk taste like Hershey's syrup. That's never going to happen. Um, doesn't matter how much pineapple apple he eats it's still going to taste a little like spunk but if he's a smoker and he drinks coffee all day and booze all night his spunk is going to taste like crank oil uh, and not be very pleasant so you know if you could change his diet a little bit he's a little healthier maybe his cum would taste better uh you know i am adamant that uh oral sex is standard come standard any model that arrives without oral sex uh standard should be returned to the lot men and women i'm not just talking about you know women have a duty to suck guys dicks uh I'm gay. I don't give a shit if women suck guys' dicks ever. I'll suck them all. No, I won't. I'm not a slut. I don't know why I would even make that joke. You know, in my opinion, ultimately, is kind of irrelevant. The person you need to talk to about whether it's okay or not uh, for you to swallow or not is your boyfriend, is the person who's come um, you're swallowing or not swallowing. Uh, if it matters to him very much that you swallow his cum, then you have an issue. If it doesn't matter to him, uh, then you don't have an issue. For some people, it's very sort of like erotically, symbolically important uh, for their spunk to be ingested by the person that they love or the, the, the dog or whatever that it is that they're loving, the head of lettuce, the frozen chicken, whatever. Um, so if he's one of those guys where it matters very much to him that, you know, his girlfriend swallows his uh, love spunk, then... You know, you have an issue. Maybe you can come to some sort of compromise. Most of the time, you don't swallow. Most of the time, shot over your shoulder, hits the dog, hits the wall, hits whatever. Uh, and on special occasions, Christmas, birthdays, holidays, Arbor Day, Flag Day, whatever, then you swallow and you just tough it out. And, you know, a guy once wrote to me about this very issue and pointed out that, you know, you're saying, oh, I don't necessarily want to swallow... Uh, but I want him to reciprocate. You know, I want my oral, and so he deserves his oral. Oh, but I don't want to swallow, and it tastes a little weird. And a guy going down on a girl is swallowing tons. A girl is an open spigot. A guy, there's just like a big bunch all at the end. But, you know, if you're eating pussy and you're doing it right, and the woman's wet and getting wetter, you're basically lapping up uh, a pretty regular, constant flow of fluid. And for a woman to expect a guy to, you know, service her orally, to, to perform oral sex on her and do all that swallowing, and then react in horror at the, you know, the very idea that she might have to do a little swallowing herself is a little unfair. You know what I mean? So I would encourage you, again, talk to him. You need to hammer out a compromise with him. My opinion on whether or not you should swallow is kind of irrelevant. If you were my boyfriend, it would be relevant. It's not relevant. You're not my boyfriend. So uh, talk to him, and uh, you two kids work it out. Hi, Dan. Um, I'm simultaneously excited and terrified to talk to you. Here's my, my question. 
One of my girlfriends and I would mourn aloud fairly often that neither of us could have orgasms during sex. And we can both get off um, from oral sex and other ways, but never actually during sex. And then not too long ago, she told me that she suddenly is able to get off during sex all of a sudden. And I kind of pressed her for details about that. And she kind of implied that it was simply because the sex she was having was so much more hot than anything that she had ever been having before, Um, (laughs) which doesn't seem to make sense because I'm having really hot sex, too, and it's not doing it for me. Like, it's enjoyable, but I'm not coming. And I was wondering, I know there's, like, a lot of talk about acceptance of this, and I know I'm I'm luckier than most women, and so I shouldn't complain, and um, there's different ways through other stimulation um, while you're having sex, but can you just change that? Like the whole hands-free orgasm you were talking about, is there a way that you can actually work your way up to this? I guess I'm cynical because my first reaction is it is possible that your friend is lying, that she, you know, is suddenly able to have hands-free orgasms, which are overrated, frankly, uh, and something about the cultural obsession with them seems to be tied to male insecurity about the size of their penises and uh, an inability of men and many women to reconcile themselves to female uh, physical reality, uh, which God in his, you know, the intelligent designer for all of his intelligence didn't put the clitoris at the top of the vaginal canal like some fucking joy buzzer that you have to knock around at the tip of your penis. Um, it's outside and up. It's not even in the vagina. And some women, the clitoris is a little higher than others. Some women, the clitoris is a little deeper than others. Some stick out, some don't. Uh, there's no such thing as a vaginal orgasm. There's only clitoral orgasm. Uh, some women find that they get enough stimulation from the grind of vaginal intercourse uh, to their clit, uh, to their clitoral tissue, as we've covered before, as we've talked about incessantly, there's a lot of clitoral tissue that's internal. Some women find vaginal intercourse does enough slapping around with clitoral tissue that they can have an orgasm through vaginal intercourse. Uh, most women, and the estimates are 75%, require additional stimulation. Uh, you can absolutely have an orgasm during sex. If you can have an orgasm uh, with your own hands by yourself when you masturbate with his mouth on your clit, you can have an orgasm during sex. It may require that you put a thumb over your own clitoris and, uh, you know, fine-tune yourself. It may require an index finger. The, the tech-savvy youth are showing me something. A uh, finger in the ass. Uh, the G-spot. It may require a little pressure on the G-spot, too, uh, which is inside and up, where most penises, unless they've, you know, been horribly disfigured in the war, don't reach. Uh, there's text toys for that and fingers for that. You need to accept your body where it's at. You need to remind yourself that people lie. You also need to, you know, be a little chill about it, a little mellow. You may, over the course of your sex life, suddenly find yourself with a guy whose dick fits in your vagina a little differently or is nailing you in a particular way or whose technique or style is nailing you in a particular way. That pushes you over the edge. So maybe your friend isn't lying. Although friends do lie, friends lie all the time, people particularly lie about their sex lives, and people like to lie or have an incentive to lie about things like hands-free orgasms, because supposedly that's what everyone wants, supposedly that's what normal sexual functioning is, and everyone wants to feel normal and healthy, and people will say they can when they can't. Uh, final bit of advice, try different positions. Um, honest to God, if you're getting enough clitoral stimulation, you should be able to come during vaginal intercourse. 
So if you need to be on top, on your side, doggy style, whatever, if you want to go for hands-free, you need to find the position, legs scissored together, you need to find the position that allows you to grind your clitoris up against his uh, body uh, aggressively enough uh, to get you off, to get you over the top. And then the uh, sensations provided by him banging around inside you with his penis are just sort of the icing on your clitoral orgasm cake and not uh, the, the mover and shaker and maker of that clitoral orgasm. So good luck with that. Hi, Dan. I'm a 20-something bi woman in the Midwest, and I'm doing fine, but I have what I think is an etiquette question for you. About a year ago, I had a male roommate who was using me as cover without my knowledge and using that cover to have anonymous gay sex on the side. When I found about his lying and unsafe sex practices, I confronted him as a friend, and he flipped out. He threatened me and my cats and my property physically, threatened to sue me, and then he left, but it took several months to get him to leave and take all of his stuff with him. Well... A few months later, he finally left, and I did some heavy cleaning in the apartment because it needed it, and I found an unlabeled CD laying around. I wasn't sure if it was mine, so I popped it in my computer, and it turns out it's this guy's porn stash. I know it's his because it's got naked pictures of him on it. So my question is, what do I do with it? The only address I have is his parents, and he's still closeted and lying about it. So returning it doesn't seem like an option. Should I destroy it or throw it away or post the stuff on the net? He was really extremely, extremely attempt to destroy my career and my social network. So not quite sure what to do with it, but I would appreciate your advice. Thanks. I gotta know what these porn pictures of this guy look like, so we're gonna give uh, give her a call real quick. Hello. Hey, it's Dan. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fairly well. So, what are these images like? Um, of him or of the porn? Of him. Um, it's a topless shot that he took with his cell phone, like standing in front of a mirror, and then a naked shot of his cock. Oh my God! Is he cute? Do I want to see these images before I adjudicate? Um, he's about 6'4", and I'm 350-odd pounds of fat, so no. No, yeah, I think I can adjudicate without having to see the offending images. <laughs> uh, just kidding, uh, guys who are 6'4", and 350 can be very, very hot to guys who think 6'4", and 350 is hot. Yeah. Um, God, it sounds too delicious, because it sounds like he really fucked you over. Well, um, he tried, he threatened to hurt me, he uh, threatened to strike my cat, kick it, or let it go, um, he wanted to try and destroy my stereo system, and uh, he also tried to get me thrown out of the university that I go to by filing a sexual harassment complaint against me. God, closetedness is just so toxic. People are so crazy when they're closeted. Yeah, and, you know, it's not that I don't have proof because uh, he seduced a guy while he was drunk and well, both of them were drunk uh, they tried to have sex both were too drunk so uh, the roommate jerked himself off and then threw the guy out of his room and into mine oh my god uh, how long has he been out of your apartment and out of your life he has been out of my apartment since the end of July and I hope he's out of my life for good but I wouldn't put it past him to try and fuck me over another way. So when was the last time you heard from him in any way? Um I have not heard from him directly since the time that he moved out of the apartment which involved the cops and landlord. Right. So my advice to you is going to be emotionally unsatisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh I think you should destroy it and not post it and not send it to his parents and not rub his nose in it in any way by, like, sending it to him with a note saying, yeah, you're straight, ha, 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 here's your porn fucker. 
um, as tempting as all that might be, because, you know, he's a fucking nut, it sounds like. Well, yeah, it's, it's not anything that I want to do to him, but, uh, you know, it's just uh, the things that were coming up about his sex life. He was a teaching assistant at the university we both go to, and he was fucking one of his students for grades and that kind of stuff, and he hopes to go on and become a professor. Okay, yeah, well, all this is, uh, you know, he, so- he sounds loathsome, and he sounds like at some point he's going to trip up, and, you know, yeah. the weight of the world is going to come crushing down on him, and he's oh. going to be destroyed. The, the the problem is, though, if you antagonize him, because clearly he's a bit crazy, however big an asshole he might be, he's going to, like, be back up in your face about it, and you don't yeah. need it. You don't, because then, you know, true. if you send it to him and your cat disappears of its own accord, well, he gets lost, or a coo- uh, you know, coyote, which are increasingly everywhere, eats your cat one night, Yeah, you'll forever think it was him. You know what I mean? Just, like, yeah. don't poke a sleeping motherfucker is, yeah. is generally so, good advice. You know, if you... What would, yeah, what would you recommend is the best way of destroying... Well, you, if it's a CD, you just have to snap it in half. Okay. You don't have to erase it or anything. However, however, uh, because it's only been, like, not even... It's only been, like, about six months since he... Yeah. You might want to just tuck it into a book for a couple years. Okay. Just so you have it. But don't okay. do anything with it. And then if you haven't heard from him in a couple of years, you could throw it away. But if he gets up in your face at all in the next couple of years, you can say, you know, I found your porn CD with your pictures on it of you. Well, you know, don't get in my face. And that's all you'd probably have to say to a closet case to send him screaming in the other direction. He, assault, he tried to assault me and, you know, tried to get me thrown out of school for even just telling him, you know, I know that you're gay. Yeah, I would, so, I would leave him alone. It, it, it sounds like it would be just wonderful to have your revenge, but you have to – I'm not, like, spiritual or religious, but sometimes I'm sort of zen and karma guy. Like, he's going to yeah. get his in the end, and you don't need to do oh, anything about it. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he will because his grand plan is to get married and have kids, and I'm – seeing, you know, alimony and nasty divorce case. Right. Let him be the future Ted Haggards of America Club, you know, okay. founding There's member. And be content that he's like a miserable, drunk, stupid, obnoxious, hateful closet case, and one day he will pay a price for it. Okay. But don't extract it from him, because then, you know, you may pay a price for it, too. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your advice. You're welcome, and good luck with that. Well, that wraps up this week's Savage Love podcast. I hope you enjoyed it on your iPod on the bus. Uh, I hope you didn't, you know, pop lid or anything because it's so exciting, my podcast, isn't it? Uh, if you want to record a question for a future podcast, 206 201 2720. If you want to email me pictures uh, that you find of your dirty roommates, uh, feel free to do that at mail at savagelove.net. Uh, pictures are always welcome. I'm from the Mark Foley School of Pictures. Please send them. And uh, you download this podcast every week at www.thestranger.com slash savage. And I blog every day at thestranger.com slash blog. And uh, keep reading my column. Keep calling the podcast. Record a question if you want to be a part of a future podcast. And please leave your phone number in case we want to call you back and find out all the horrifying details about your ex-roommate. Thanks for listening.